What's going on, guys? Welcome back to One Stop Shop. This is episode two of season two. Let's get right into the news. All right, guys, what's going on? Yesterday was the wild card weekend. Well, Saturday and Sunday. It was two great days of football. Obviously, let's get into the first slate of games that was on Saturday. When the Bills took down the Indianapolis Colts, Josh Allen proving to be that he is the real deal. And the Bills were able to uh, edge the Colts' late surge and win 27-24. to And now the Bills are going to be facing the Ravens. And uh, that's going to be a great matchup. Two very good offenses. Yesterday, the Ravens were able to uh, pull off their first win. Lamar Jackson was seeking this first win desperately to prove to his haters that he is the real deal, and he's able to stick around in the playoffs and not just get knocked out of the playoffs after the first round. So that's going to be a great matchup coming next week. And um, also the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers took down Chase Young and the Washington football team. No huge surprise here, but Chase Young did not really perform to his uh, standards that he's normally been known for, especially in this big game when he was running off the field the week before saying, Tom, we want Tom. He said that he was coming for Tom. He didn't really come for Tom. And uh, the Washington football team proved that they didn't really belong there. The Giants should have been there. But uh, that's a story for another day. Um, Also, the Rams beat the Seahawks by 10. They won 30-20. to And Russ was getting it going late. And, like, it kind of took him some time. It took the game some time to really get going. And um, the Rams were up early, obviously. They were up 20-10 to 10 at halftime. And then it was a pretty quiet game until the fourth quarter. And then the Seahawks scored, and they were in striking distance, but it was too late. But... One key injury that happened late for the Rams was Cooper Cup leaving the game, and it looks like he has an apparent knee injury or something like that. But hopefully he's okay because he's a key player on the Rams and the key part of their offense when he's healthy. He's one of the better receivers in football, so hopefully he's not too injured.
Yeah, perfect. That is my best bet. And then yesterday, the first game of the day was uh, the Ravens. They beat the Tennessee Titans 20-13. to 13. And like I said before, Lamar Jackson, he's finally proved that he can hang around with anybody. <clears throat> he made it an exciting game, and he was able to be – the mobile dual threat kind of quarterback that they've been looking for. He had 16 carries for 136 yards and a touchdown. And then uh, Hollywood Brown had seven receptions for 109 yards. And on the other side, Derek Henry only had 18. Well, not only. He had 18 carries for 40 yards. Had no touchdowns yesterday. And A.J. Brown had six receptions for 83 yards and a touchdown. Tennessee had the early 10-0 lead in the first quarter. Then Baltimore came back and they tied it. And they went into half tied. And then basically Baltimore just had a score on them. And yeah. That sets up a really good matchup though with Buffalo. That's going to be a great matchup. Josh Allen against Lamar Jackson. Looking forward to that game. I'm also looking forward to seeing Aaron Rodgers next week. Obviously, the uh, Packers had a bye. And they will be facing... The Rams, sorry, I was looking that up. And then Cleveland beat the Steelers last night in a very exciting game. They came out of the gates 28 <laughs> nothing, And then it was 35-7 at one point. And then the Steelers obviously came back and they made it exciting towards the end. But then Cleveland just kept on scoring. And the game ended 48-37. Cleveland, Baker had a very exciting game last night. He was playing like he was in college. Looked like old Baker. He's always fun to watch. He was 21 for 34, 263 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Nick Chubb looked fast as ever. He was going late, and he kept the ball going down the field, and they ultimately – that's how they won the game, pretty much. He had 18 carries for 76 yards, and then Jarvis Landry had 5 for 92 yards and a touchdown. <clears throat> On the other side, Juju had 13 receptions for 157 yards and a touchdown. James Conner didn't really get too much going, but he had 11 carries for 37. And Ben Roethlisberger gave it all he got. 47 for 68, 501 yards, four touchdowns, and four picks. Insane. What will Ben's future be? I hope 
he has at least one more season under his belt. Maybe not. Maybe this was his last ride, but he's a legend regardless. And uh, one of the uh, premier quarterbacks of the last generation of football. So Cleveland will be at Kansas City. That's going to be a crazy matchup. And that's going to be the early game next Sunday at 3.05. And then Tampa Bay against New Orleans. And New Orleans had to play on Nickelodeon yesterday, which was one of the weirdest things. I didn't see it, but I saw it on, like, YouTube. And, like, they were basically, like, explaining football to kids, like, as, like, the broadcast was going on. Like, that's all I saw. It was pretty funny. But uh, they had, like, alternative reality, like, on the screen. Like, when they scored a touchdown, like, there would be, like, crazy celebrations and stuff like that. And, uh, yeah. But Tampa Bay at New Orleans, Tom against Drew Brees. That's going to be a great matchup. And uh, now we're into the playoffs, and couldn't be more excited. It's the best time of the year for a sports fan like myself and like everybody that's like me. And uh, looking forward to uh, next week's games. So, some basketball news. Uh, Last night, the Knicks lost again. And uh, the loss of the Nuggets, 114-89. to I honestly didn't even know this game was on because I was watching football. So, uh, yeah. Hope the Knicks can get back to their winning ways because we don't want to see them fucking losing. But the Nets keep losing, too. They lost 129-116 to against OKC last night, so... That is what it is. The Lakers won 120-102 to 102 last night. AD had 27 points. He was 9 for 12 from the field. Uh, LeBron had 18 points with 7 for 15 from the field. 1 for 6 from 3, though. 7 rebounds. Montrez Harrell had 16, was 7 for 11 from the field. Kyle Kuzma had 13, 5 for 12 from the field. So, hockey comes back this week, and the Rangers are obviously my team. They've always been my team, even though I'm from Long Island and I basically grew up living like five minutes away from Nassau Coliseum. And I always grew up with uh, hockey, going to hockey games. Like, obviously, like I said, like I live very close to where the Islanders played like for the better part of my life. So I've always gone and uh, done some projects with the Islanders in the past and stuff like that would definitely be open for working for them in the future and uh 
<clears throat> yeah, but I'm a Ranger fan. Don't get it twisted. And we have a big year this year, hopefully. And we're rebuilding, especially after Henrik Lundqvist, who is one of the greatest Rangers of all time, even though he was never lucky enough to win a Stanley Cup. Henrik just had open heart surgery and will be out of hockey now indefinitely for a while. And my thoughts are with him. He's like one of my favorite hockey players ever. And he is an overall, like, he was a great leader of New York sports for a better part of my whole childhood and my adult life too. So hope he can um, recover from what he's going through now. And uh, hope he gets better soon. But the Rangers have added a lot of young talent. They will hopefully be able to um, create a little momentum this year. Obviously, Mika Zibanejad still on the team. Ryan Strom still staying on the Rangers. But they add Alex, uh, Alexis uh, Lafreniere. He was number one overall pick. He's 19 years old. This kid is said to be like the next coming of Wayne Gretzky. We also have a young player named... Keandre Miller, he's 20 years old, six foot five. He's from Minnesota, and um, he's a rookie. Also, he has some buzz about him. And then, obviously, um, we have Artemi Panarin, who is one of the top scorers in the league and one of the top players in all of the NHL. And now, our goalies will be Alexander. Gagoriev and um, Igor Shesterkin, who both are very young, talented goalies and have been in the Ranger system for a while now. So they, they're both going to uh, have to uh, step in for the absence of Henrik Lundqvist from the franchise, and hopefully uh, they're able to produce some success for our city and get our hockey team back into uh, the win column for the foreseeable future. Looking forward to hockey getting started, and I'm also looking forward to the college football playoff tonight, the national championship game, Ohio State against Alabama. And this is going to be a very good game. Obviously, Ohio State has had some scrutiny over the fact that they did not play a full schedule, which is not really their fault, but because of like the COVID issues and the Big Ten not starting football play like for a couple weeks after like SEC schools and Big Ten, I mean, uh, Big 12. So uh, Ohio State is obviously one of the top programs that there is in all of college football. So I don't feel like they're going to be too outmatched by Alabama. Obviously, Alabama has Mac Jones. And Mac Jones has had only a tough schedule the entire season. He's been healthy. 
And uh, Devante is obviously the Heisman Award winner. And uh, Devontae Smith, hopefully he has a great game and he can uh, live up to the hype of him winning the Heisman. Yeah, I mean, he deserved it completely. He had one of the most dominant seasons as a wide receiver that there has been, they said, since like 1991 when... Desmond Howard from Michigan. That's who I thought. I just wanted to make sure. I had to look that up. In 1991, Desmond Howard had 62 catches for nine, uh, 985 yards and 19 touchdowns. And then Devontae Smith. To 20 touchdowns, 1,600 yards. So it just proves that this kid is a very dominant wide receiver and he's proving to be able to be comparable with a couple of all-time greats that there have been in the game. And uh, in the previous game, he had seven receptions for 130 yards and three touchdowns. So uh, hopefully he has a very big game tonight in the prime time situation again in the college football national championship. And yeah, I'm looking forward to that a lot. So I got Alabama tonight. I definitely got Alabama. So to switch the topic a little bit. So on HBO, Max and HBO, they released a documentary about Tiger Woods last night. It's called Tiger. It's a two-part documentary kind of about, like, obviously Tiger Woods being a great athlete, one of the best golfers of all time, and one of the biggest cultural icons that there have been alongside, like, Michael Jordan or Muhammad Ali. that kind of pressure was kind of seen through a bird's eye view in this documentary. And it kind of shows that Tiger is kind of a very private person. And he always tried to be like that. So he could be the greatest person that he could be. And he would block out pretty much as much hate as he could from the public media and like other outside interruptions but um in the first part it kind of proved that him and his dad had a very important bond in his early years obviously that got him to win three amateur um pga championships before he would win his first major at the masters which was his first major as a pro 
and he won that. And then that basically proved that he would be a dominant force within the sport of golf for his whole career, pretty much. Tiger has been proven to be one of the greatest of all time in the sport of golf. And this documentary kind of showed his upbringing. His dad was a Green Beret, so he was obviously very strict. And he used like some like hypnotizing tactics on Tiger that basically would make him like locked in. So like it was like he was in a trance, they said. So that kind of makes sense if you think about it, if there was something going on with him that made him that much better than other competitors that he was going up against at such an early age. And uh, this is a two-part documentary. The next part comes out next Sunday. And... um, It's going to get into the dark side of his fame, obviously his scandal and some other aspects of his private life that weren't really seen. And the one thing that they mentioned, which I've kind of heard about before, was that they said in the documentary that he became very fond of uh, scuba diving just so he could get underwater and get away from the outside world and be by himself essentially because he felt so much pressure from anyone, everyone, which is what comes with the notoriety and the fame that one of the most decorated athletes in the history of a specific sport can have on that person that's being examined by the media every single day of their career and it had a toll on him and he obviously had his own demons that he had to go through and he's obviously made a huge comeback in the last couple of years winning uh the masters uh two years ago and um battling injuries and loss and the media thinking that he's somebody that he's not just because they don't know exactly what goes on behind closed doors when someone is that famous. And Tiger is one of my dad's favorite athletes of all time. I grew up seeing Tiger on my screen all the time. Like, And he's one of my favorite athletes also because he's been able to get back up from adversity in many different situations, whether it's that he had many injuries or that like he's been looked at as someone that he wasn't supposed to be representing um, giant corporations like Rolex and Gatorade and Nike and his uh, golf sponsors and stuff like that. But like, yeah, he got all that taken away because he made some mistakes just because of the media thinking that 
he wasn't suited to represent them anymore because of some stuff that he had to go through. And obviously he, it's a whole, situation in itself but the next part of that documentary comes out on sunday and that's pretty much it guys hope everybody has a good start to their week And I'll see you guys soon. Peace out, guys. This has been an episode of One Stop Shop.